Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking Shop, the show that you can send that loved one to who just doesn't get wrestling in order to learn. Here are your hosts for the show, the OGs of the Rewind Wrestling Network. That's right, talking to you in Talking Shop are Will and Ted. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Network with me and Will. We are here, the OGs of the Rewind Wrestling Network, and we are here with another episode of Talking Shop. If you have not checked out the previous two episodes of Talking Shop, all about the Royal Rumble and what makes for a great Royal Rumble, go check those out right now. You can also check out all of the awesome content on the channel and on the podcast network. There's the, the regular podcast, which I host. There's the Jolt and Joe Wrestling Radio Show. There's the Wrestle Game Rewind, and we have the promo battles happening so please go check all that stuff out and uh and will we are in the yellow officially here in pennsylvania we are allowed to do things again (laughs) yeah i'm allowed to go back to work uh i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh man so i got to hang out with mike for for a couple of hours last night that was fun as always and uh we played some GM mode on SmackDown versus Raw 2007. And oh, the reason that I bring this up. Spent a lot because, of hours in that game. Oh, God. It's so many when hours. I was younger. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm having so much fun with it, though. Because <laughs> I just got a wireless controller for the PS2. And I have it hooked oh, up through the projector. Back in the, uh, yeah. in the recliner. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm, li- I'm simultaneously living my teenage life. <laughs> with my old man dad bod life and it's it's working out phenomenally for me right now i'm just i'm just gonna call it like i see it that's awesome um yeah yeah it's good stuff (laughs) but the reason i bring up that that game and that mode in particular is because the gimmicks that you have Mm -hmm. um on your roster ultimately lead to your ratings and gimmicks is all what we're talking about in this episode of talking shop and I I know that at the end of the uh, the Royal Rumble stuff we thought we said that we would do ECW, but with me going back into work and everything, I did not have enough time to really get into the meat of research that has to be done for that because there is so much that we're going to talk about. Oh yeah, that's going to be like that's easy going to be a four part episode. Yeah, and. Uh... God save us all <laughs> because we could talk, we could talk just for a minute about the ECW cat fights. Oh, and man. I feel like that would be an episode, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tamulin Cinch, Francine, Don Marie, <laughs> Beulah. Oof. Oh, all right. Back on topic. <laughs> now I need to, uh, get my brain straight here so anyway gimmicks <laughs> gimmicks the gimmick of ecw was that they had amazingly beautiful women rolling around on the floor cat fighting <laughs> i'm gonna oh, break will man. i'm gonna do it it's been so long <laughs> since i've been able to break will on screen that I, it's just, it's oh, gonna be my goal man. it's gonna be my goal <laughs> all right so we're talking all about gimmicks and um you know so People are like, well, what's gimmicks? So first of all, yeah. I didn't say this yet in this episode, but you know, this is the show that, that we want people to send their significant other to <laughs> that has no idea what the is going on, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I used the example of my wife last week, well, two weeks ago, uh, 
on the show. And by the way, she gib slapped me for it, but that's okay. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> um, she, uh, you know, she sits and she watches stuff with me. Like for yeah. instance, I'll, I'll have NWA on, on YouTube TV or on YouTube or whatever yeah. on the Apple TV and she'll, she'll come in and she'll be like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> like, well, this is Carnyland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what well, is Carnyland? Right. So well, we should do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so this is the show that when, you know, you and I are down in the basement watching, you know, something happen on pay-per-view and mm-hmm. we're hooting and hollering and she comes down to yell at us because we're waking my children, <laughs> which inevitably happens occasionally. Um, you know, I can, she can be like, why are you so excited about this? This is stupid. I can go, go watch my video. <laughs> Rack up why? my views. Why? Because the Hardy Boys came back at WrestleMania. That's, That's why. Right. That's right. That was the last time we got yelled at. <laughs> I think I was literally dancing in the middle of the floor. Oh, I was like fist bumping. Yes. Yes. All right. So a gimmick for those of you that don't know is the the character or characterization that a wrestling personality has um, on screen. It's their on-screen persona. And so sometimes that's like a character character. Sometimes that's a character. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes that's just them, right? Um, So I'm going to use myself as as an example here. I commentate for American Championship Pro Wrestling – Okay. And my gimmick is that, well, first of all, my job, my job description on commentary is that I'm the play by play guy. Okay. And my, my broadcast partner, Jason Abrams, he's the color commentator, right? So the play by play guy calls the action in the ring, Mm -hmm. you know, move for move. The color guy, that's exactly right. And then the color guy adds the characterization and brings the people's characters into it and gives the background on the people that are wrestling. Um, and a lot of times brings humor into the mix, right? Yep. So my character is that, you know, I'm a martial artist and I know things that other people don't <laughs> know. And, and I'm going to call that kick what it really is. It's not a spitting heel kick, JR. It never was. It's instead a spinning crescent kick, you know, <laughs> uh, like I, I you know, and I'm very um, over the top about it. And I'm very, I told you so about it, you know, yeah. in my character, which isn't me at all. Right, Will? Never. Never. You're never like that. Right. So in my case, <laughs> my character on screen, um, when I'm behind the commentary table, you know, when I'm at the commentary desk, is really just an extension of myself with a little bit of exaggeration. But when I'm doing interviews for mm-hmm. the company, and I'm and I'm doing the you just won the belt. How does that feel? Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> when I'm doing that stuff, um, my character is different because because I let the heels kind of beat me down, and my yeah. personality is never to really be beat down by people, right? <laughs> um, I I am an a hole. I will just come back at you. I mean, your fiance got some heat tonight on the phone, bro. Like, what's up? <laughs> you know. Um, you know, that's just not, that's just not me. And so, and so yeah. that's a different character for me, but that's part of my gimmick is yeah. that I'm all talk at the commentary table, but then I kind of back down from the heels and I'm shy and sheepish when I'm doing comment, when I'm doing the interviews, yep. um, that's my gimmick. That's what I do. Um, you know, Matt Riddle, his gimmick is his life. He is, 
<laughs> yeah, bro. 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 <laughs> what a knee bar. <laughs> <laughs> what a knee bar, bro. What a knee bar. <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah, so so the gimmick is is really important wrestling. It's what makes you either buy into somebody or not, yep. right? Like, And gimmicks were not always as good as they are now. And no. people... And people like it was really just who you were back in the day. No, no, especially in WWF, the gimmicks were more characters. Well, back in the day, Um, you know, you had Big Boss Man. His story was that he was a security prison guard, right? Um, You had the APA. you had the APA, the Acolytes <laughs> Protection Agency, who drank and that they really oh, were just who man. they are. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you have the Undertaker, who is still kind of going strong now, yeah. but he was an undead guy. You know, he yeah. was he was a zombie essentially for all intents and purposes. Um, well, I mean, he had the Godfather, Come the on. Godfather leading the hoe train. <laughs> you know, um, you had right to censor. Yeah, let's let's bring right to censor into no that that's not really a gimmick gimmick, but um it was a gimmick. <laughs> um, <laughs> the hurricane, no, come on! The hurricane, one of the best. The gobbledygooker, Ugh. right? Doink, Doink. The clown. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we both synced up on that. That's terrible. <laughs> um, you know, and so these characters were, they were very yeah they were legit characters yeah back, they were they were very over then. the top and yeah. very flamboyant in mm-hmm. in the literal use of the of the the term okay um and and so it's they've evolved over time yeah nowadays gimmicks are um Kind of like what I was talking about with myself. They are yeah. expansions on. It's more of a personality thing now than right and, and a legitimate character. Right. Um, you know, Seth Rollins is still Seth Rollins, even though he's right now the Monday Night Messiah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's still Seth Rollins. He still talks like Seth Rollins. He still walks like Seth Rollins. He's yeah. just a little bit more douchey. Um, even though I didn't know that was possible. Uh, <laughs> you know the uh you look at like guys like randy orton yeah where it nothing nothing has really changed appearance wise with him mm-hmm. but he's except gone a little bit through of gray. well except for that little bit of gray <laughs> that's just aged <laughs> but you look at the the different characters that he's had through his time in wwe i mean even look at triple h you know yeah. Triple H went from Hunter Hearst Helmsley yeah. to Connecticut Blue Blood, who the, was too good to bite you, you know, yeah. to, you know, Degeneration X <laughs> and playing with Ring Baloney and, you know, in the 2006 iteration of Degeneration X telling Vince McMahon how much he loves cocks oh, and having man. an actual I, animal there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally just watched like a. A compilation of that stuff and it was him and sean doing their impressions of vince and shane oh my god <laughs> so good it's so good like you can't even be mad you can't even be mad uh, oh man so so that's that's the gist of what a gimmick is in wrestling and so 
uh, Will, if I if I'm reading this correctly, because Will comes up with our uh, our plan for these conversations, which is much appreciated, because at least I try to. <laughs> listen, I have too much on my plate to do it, bro. Well. So you're doing you're doing amazing. Um, <laughs> you know, you have your top guy gimmicks and top heel gimmicks. Tell everybody what you mean by that. So there, there's always going to be that top persona on the good and bad side of wrestling. So your top guys in, in the company are like when, when Seth was the top guy or when Roman Reigns was the top guy. Those, those were the guys that get, they get the, the pushes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your, your Hulk Hogan. That's, yeah. your, that's your Ric Flair. Yep. That's your uh, Shawn and, Michaels. And their, and their character goes along with that. You'll never see one of those like lower to mid card guys usually get that big push unless something changes. Right. Right. And um, so we have character gimmicks, comedy gimmicks, top heel gimmicks, top guy gimmicks. Um, I think perhaps the best top guy gimmick ever was the Mach man. I think, I think macho man, Randy Savage. Yeah. Probably had the best top guy gimmick ever. Yeah, Cause he's of, the macho man. Yeah. You know? And, <laughs> Cause a lot, a lot of the guys that I think about when, like when they were at the top of their game, they were more top heel guys. Like I love the rock as a, as a heel. And, People so that people probably get it get on us a little bit for not saying Austin, but Austin wasn't really like he wasn't that top like baby face guy. He was the anti-hero when he yeah. was agreed. When he was the top the top guy in in the company. Agreed. Agreed. He was the anti-hero. Um he was the he was that first of that breed. Well, I don't want to say he's the first because the NWO was the first of the breed. Yeah. But he was the, he was one of the first of that breed of of bad guys that were so bad that you had to love them. Yeah, you know. Um, I think perhaps Hollywood Hulk Hogan had the second best top guy gimmick. I'm talking Mach and WWF. Yeah, right. Like running into the Mega Powers Mach. Yeah, right. But then Hollywood Hulk Hogan, he had so much heat behind him. You know, (laughs) everybody was just pissed off Mm -hmm. that Hulk Hogan was now a bad guy and had invaded (laughs) the WCW with these WWF guys and F him, man. And people were throwing things at him. And he's coming out there strumming air guitars with some (laughs) black stuff painted on his face. And with sunglasses on, going, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> making fun of Mach, coming Oof. out and doing the wiggly fingers with Scott Hall. He might have had one of the best top guy gimmicks, even if it was only for a couple of months, the first couple yeah. of shock value months. He definitely is up there in the top five. I don't think that the Hulkster brother <laughs> was the best, one of the best top guy gimmicks. I just don't, no. I don't think it was a great um, gimmick. I think it sold a lot of merch because it, it, it definitely it, because did. it it appealed to little kids. Yeah, but I definitely don't think it was it one was, of the best top guy gimmicks. It was too it's it's too over the top. Like there there's kind of like a line for most people mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it 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 kind of crosses that line, and then that that's where we get into like those character gimmicks or the comedy gimmicks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And 
the the Hulkster kind of blur. It, it, it goes up and down over that line depending on how he's Agreed. feeling that day. Really. Agreed. <laughs> I would be remiss if I if I didn't say that I thought that maybe tied with Mach would be the Undertaker. You know. He, yeah, I mean that he, he might very biased on that one. <laughs> I know he he might be. Now that I'm thinking about it a little bit harder with that, I mean that might be the number one gimmick of all time. Yeah, definitely. And for him to have the honestly, for him to have the balls to go away from that gimmick after for a while. Mm-hmm. When to, he went to the American badass to, to be the American badass, but still keep the Undertaker name. That that is ballsy, very ballsy. Yep. And yep. People people have their opinions of Biker Taker. I personally enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it in that we got to see a different side of the Undertaker. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the fact that we got to hear him talk a little bit more. Yeah. And that we got to see him be a little bit more of a badass as opposed to just this dominant figure and we got to see him have a little bit more fun in the ring um, yeah he, he changed up his his in-ring style a little bit and i i like i honestly like that in-ring style a little bit more than, than what we got with the dead man yeah yeah which is why when he came back as the dead man he kept a lot of that in-ring style yeah. from the american badass and he kind of became like this hybrid taker yep um which is real cool but yeah i think the undertaker probably has the best gimmick of all time. Now that yeah, I'm thinking, I would of it. say that. I would, I would, obviously, I'm going to agree with that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we talked about a couple of heels. Um, I think that The Rock, as a heel, when he was um, when he was part of the corporation, was mm-hmm. definitely one of the top heel gimmicks of all time. But I think that really, really, and truly. The initiation of the NWO might have to be the top heel gimmick of all time. Well, I mean, they changed wrestling. <laughs> yes, and that's why. Yeah. You know? um, but if I'm talking about a, an individual, and I mentioned Hulk a minute ago, right, for yeah. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. But if I had to think about an individual, and it's funny because he, he's kind of reinventing it right now in AEW, Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts had an incredible gimmick. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And his and his ability to deliver on the microphone got it so over. Um, I, I think that he could very well have one of the top heel gimmicks ever. Have you listened to him on Rogan's podcast? No. You should go listen to that. It is one of the best episodes of Rogan's podcast. Wow. He he goes into a lot of details that were going on backstage and stuff like that. It's really cool. That's uh, that's high praise. I'm going to, I'm going to have to take a look at that. I have to take a look at that. Um, you know, it's a fun, a fun heel gimmick and I'm watching it right now. Um, King Booker. Oh man. King, you can just tell how much fun Booker T had as King Booker. Oh man, that was like prime of me watching wrestling. And I was at that Survivor Series in Philly. Ugh. I was at that Survivor Series in Philly. I watched Batista beat him for the belt. 
Um, because man, the, that the, gimmick was so oh fun. The the funny thing to me is like that's the era that I really grew up watching wrestling. So I had that like funky King King Booker heel, and then probably to me one of the best heel gimmicks was Edge. I love him. It's it's weird how they're kind of making him a face at the moment, and I'm not. I've n- I've never really been used to that, so it's a little weird for me. But his his heel work and his his rated R superstar gimmick is one of the one of the best, in my opinion, of all time. I would say I would put them in but, the top. I would put them in in my top like ten or fifteen. Again, that's the era that I grew up watching. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't really go back and watch a lot of the older stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of mm-hmm. stick to what I've been what what I watched growing up. Yep. So that that is where I make a lot of my opinions. The um, you know. Another really tasty heel gimmick was Kurt. You know, Kurt Angle as a heel was just so good. And it, to the point where he made you uncomfortable, you know, like the stuff that, that, yeah. that Kurt did with Charmel when he was <laughs> feuding with Booker T. Yeah. It was <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> like I'm sitting here watching pay-per-view stuff and I'm like, yeah. Mm, can't do that yeah, anymore I've, you know like yeah, it, I've, it was I've definitely texted you that a couple times yeah from stuff i've been watching <laughs> yeah it's 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 uncomfortable man like and, and it, that just means that it got over it means that it worked me mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and so those are th- things that make or break gimmicks yes yes and i think that that may have broken that gimmick i'm not gonna lie yeah um but but I think that he was just an incredible heel, an incredible heel. That that feud with Shawn Michaels, going mm-hmm. into WrestleMania when they when Shawn eliminated him from the Rumble, and then he ran back in and eliminated Shawn, yep. like so good. <laughs> oh my God, so good. Um, and that so, Triple H that that Triple H heel run in two thousand two. Yeah, no. With after him, him and Sean going, him and Sean going back and forth for so long. Yeah, Oof. that feud was almost a year long. Yeah, you know, and they never turned it down. They always turned it up. Yep. And Sean being the consummate good guy in that feud just made Triple H's heel gimmick that much better. Yeah, for sure. But uh, let's talk a little bit about about. Uh, you know, we've talked about characters and we've talked yeah. about heels. Let's talk a little bit about the comedy. Oh, one talk of my favorites. about the comedy. So I'm, I, I'm always... I know this is like, this is like your wheelhouse. <laughs> You're like, yeah, boy. So I'm, uh, I'm all, I, I love stupid comedy. You, you throw some stuff at me like that. Like <laughs> Santino, come on, man. Oh. You got, you got to love all the, the stupid Santino stuff from the mid to the late two thousands. Him, him with the Morella. <laughs> it started oh out God. where he barely spoke English, and then it kind of. I mean, come on, look at his finisher, the yeah. Cobra. The Cobra. <laughs> I actually you know, just, you... I actually ahead. just watched the uh, the two thousand eleven Royal Rumble the other day, 
the 40 man one where he kind of rolled out of the ring and never actually got eliminated. And yeah. Del Rio standing in there. And, <laughs> and Santino comes and he's like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> Hits him with the Cobra and goes to throw him out. And then Del, and Del Rio reverses and chucks him out. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. You know what that makes me think of? You you said the Cobra. That also makes me think going back to some of the top guy gimmicks. That makes me go back to McFoley. And yeah. I think we would be, I think we would be the, the man of many gimmicks, <laughs> the man of many gimmicks. You know, he had the comedy gimmick and dude love. Mm-hmm. He had the super serious gimmick in mankind. Yep. That was like a character. And then he had cactus Jack, which was like, a, he was, he was the hardcore. Yeah. So mm, that's another one up there in contention for, yeah. for minimum top five of, of gimmicks. Definitely. For sure. But yeah. Um, Man, the dude love gimmick was fun. The dude love gimmick was fun with the Bee Gees entrance theme, man. Ooh, oh, that was great. And I'm there's always like we're talking about comedy gimmicks and stuff. Some people may not see certain things as comedy gimmicks. Like to me, one of again going back to my time watching wrestling. I was a fan of the Spirit Squad more because of what DX was doing to them every week. Yeah. That was something I always looked forward to. Oh man, DX DX putting Jonathan Coachman through the wall, spray painting <laughs> DX on his butt. That's another that's another great gimmick. That's something we haven't even talked about yet was tag team gimmicks. Yes. And I didn't even write that down. Yeah. Yeah, tag team gimmicks are definitely up there because you have stuff like DX, you have stuff like the world's greatest tag team and Los yeah. Toreros. You had the Basham brothers with the mm-hmm. with Shaniqua, their their uh I mean their dominatrix. You had LOD. Yes. Um man, there's so Harlem much Heat. Harlem Heat and the Steiners. Uh, again, I'm biased, but the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, the Brood, the Brood. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, man. I almost forgot about it. Our boys. Yeah. 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 It's, um, oh, gimmicks are so fun, man. (laughs) Gimmicks are so fun. I think my favorite comedy gimmick ever was right to censor. <laughs> they were just, they were so, it was so poorly written oh, that man. it was so bad that it made it, it made it good. Cause man, oh man, they took some of the, the best people on that roster <laughs> and gave them this crap oh, to work with. Man. And then they, they were still able to pull it off, man. I mean, you had Stevie Richards, Ivory, <laughs> Stephen, he was Stephen St- Richards, Stephen, <laughs> and the Good Father. Don't the forget good about father. the Good Father. Full-blooded Italians. Oh man, FBI. Yeah. Yep. There's just so many, so many great gimmicks out yeah. there. But uh, all right, let's see what what else is here. Oh no. Oh no. 
my phone just just sent that to the wrong way. All right, here we go. All right, so what what gets a gimmick over is the first question that you have. Yeah. So tell me, man, what what do you think gets a gimmick over? It's got the crowd has to get behind it, and that's either it's not something that can be forced. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at Roman Reigns from a couple like a few years ago, they they pushed him down our throats, and that was mm-hmm. not what people wanted at the time. But on the other hand, you had Rusev Day that they didn't think would be anything, and it blew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I hundred percent agree, and and that doesn't mean that you have to like them. It doesn't mean you like the character, you like the gimmick. Some of these gimmicks are written for you to not like them. Yeah, that's what makes them a heel. That's what makes them yeah, a that's bad the guy. Point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, you know, Kane being burned in his house as a child <laughs> and being scarred physically and emotionally. You know, and that's why he's covered head to toe in red when he first comes out in yeah. the nineties, you know. That's that's a deep gimmick. And he's yeah. a monster I mean, and he's trying to kill on, people. You're not supposed yeah. to like him. You, you know? look at gimmicks that are made for you to hate them. Look at what MJF is doing over in AEW. Oh my god. That dude has I love the heel, MJF. The, the heel gimmick <laughs> down to a T. He lives that gimmick. He does. He doesn't ever let it go. I, sometimes he, I don't think it's a gimmick. I think he's actually that much of an ass. <laughs> probably is. He probably <laughs> is. Oh, man. For, but for real, he's, you know, every time he's on Twitter, like, oh, man, who was it? Uh, Tony Schiavone posted, like, a happy anniversary thing to his <laughs> wife. And, uh, and he was like, the first thing she said to me today was, where is this, that, you know, or something like that. And MJF's. MJF uh, retweeted it and said, you know, your wife deserves better. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He does Ooh, not yeah. want to break kayfabe. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. Um, I, you know, there are plenty of gimmicks that don't get over. I mean, so so for my people that, that don't know what I'm talking about, gimmicks that don't get over, like how can a gimmick not get over? They're putting it on television, right? I mean, that means that it's going to work, right? No. Go watch Mordecai. Go watch Heidenreich. <laughs> Go watch Nathan Jones. Go Oof. watch um, Rico. Go watch <laughs> Simon Dean. Go watch <sighs> the Spirit Squad. Go, go watch... Um, Oh, uh, what so was many. what was what was Jake Hager's name in, in WWE? Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. Go look at Jack Swagger. Um and he even oh, got the man. world heavyweight championship. <laughs> and he still didn't get over. Yeah. You know, like um Oh, I, I mean I can just there's keep so, going. I can so I can many. list so many of them. You know, go look up any of those. Go look up Mordecai. If you want a really good laugh, <laughs> go look up Mordecai. M O R d-e-c-i mordecai it is awful it's terrible it's bad it's like i'm gonna be undertaker but dressed in all white and i'm gonna be nope. super over the top cheesy mm-hmm. oh man here you want a gimmick that didn't get over go watch wwe's version of ecw hard oh. take right there oh man hard take Shots right there fired, but very true <laughs> um <laughs> 
So what, you know, and talking about gimmicks that didn't get over, what kills a gimmick? Um, you know, I, I have major thoughts on this. <laughs> um, oh, really? <laughs> please tell me how you really feel. Well, yeah. I will. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, you know, gimmicks that don't get over are one of two things, right? It's either so bad that, they, that the people just can't get into it one way or another, right? Yeah. Or the wrestler isn't getting what they want. And so they purposefully trash a gimmick. Yep. Right. Which we've seen happen there too. Um, here's an example of a gimmick that didn't get over in recent memory. Okay. Bo Dallas. Yeah. Believe Bo, didn't really. Uh... Believe did not. I, I believe did not get over. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I got another one that's even more recent is Eric Rowan and his cage of whatever it oh was. Oh, my God. That that <laughs> mechanical spider thing. Yeah. Like, what the what the bleep were they thinking about yeah. that? I mean, I just... Yeah, I mean, that's another one. that, that... Sometimes, sometimes stuff that just doesn't... It, it doesn't connect. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um... And so those gimmicks that just don't connect with your audience, they just, you know, they're not going to get what you want out of them. Yeah. And, and that's what's going to cause a gimmick to fail. Um, when is it time for a gimmick to change? When you stop getting a reaction from the crowd. Yeah. One way or another. If you're not getting booed and you're not getting cheered, if you're hearing crickets, it's time for a change. Yep. And that's just, you know, and that's what you're going to see on television 90% of the time. When you start hearing crickets, they're going to start going, okay. Yeah. Why don't you come back here for a minute? We're going to talk about what we're going to do differently with you. And that's when someone gets injured and is gone for a little while. Yes. Yes. But I mean, Um, you look at, so that whole gimmick change thing, it's, we have a very, very good example of that with Bray Wyatt right now. mm. And his change from the, the world eater to the fiend. Mm hmm. Yep. And you you you've seen how that original like backwoods Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family uh gimmick started to get stale and yep. the fans just weren't into it anymore and then Bray went away for a little while. Yep. And then all the Firefly Funhouse start stuff starts. Yep. And people are like, "All right, this is still a little still a little wacky." Some people may have thought it was like a comedy gimmick to start, but then he hits you with the fiend, and you're like, yep. "Oh, okay, yeah, that's where this is going." Yep, and don't and don't don't get Will wrong, folks. I mean the the backwoods Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family gimmick was tremendously it, it over. Was. It was very good. It was it was it was very well received, and even though he was the bad guy, we talked about this a little bit earlier. He was completely loved. Yeah. You know, um, when you can get the whole arena to start singing, he's got the whole world in his hands. Yeah. And you are supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah. And then you know that that gimmick is working. Yes. Yes. So. All right. Let's talk our favorites, man. I mean, it's pretty obvious which which one mine is. We kind of talked about it already. Yeah. I I love the Undertaker gimmick. And on top of that, I really do love the American Badass gimmick along with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think my, my favorite gimmick of all time might have to be DX as a whole. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that kind, of, that kind of works for both male and female gimmicks. Yeah. If I had to choose a female gimmick that I just straight up enjoyed, um, that's tough. That's really tough. Um, but I guess I'm tempted to say Stephanie McMahon. Really? Yeah. I did not think that that would be your, your favorite. Um, because she's gone through so many transformations. You know, she went from being the corporate princess and she was being sacrificed by the undertaker to marrying triple H. And then, you know, she didn't really want to marry triple H, but then she really did. And she yeah. went with him and um, then they got divorced and then they were back together. And, you know, so like, I think that her story is just super compelling from a storytelling perspective in the WWE. Yeah. I mean, female, female gimmicks for me, like, like you said, like I, I've, I'll keep saying, I, I grew up in a very weird time where women's wrestling was not like the way it is now. They, they didn't do much in the ring. Really? Raw panties matches, bro. Well, <laughs> or, or mud but wrestling or evening gown I, matches. <laughs> Or, I didn't get a lot of gimmicks from women wrestlers at the time. Yeah, I think the biggest gimmick during that timeline where you were like a hard, hardcore fan was uh, Candice Michelle like banging Vince McMahon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, so the, the thing is for a fem- my favorite female gimmick and it's one of those gimmicks that have kind of gotten stale now. And now with Becky being pregnant, now she's off TV. But I re- when the the man gimmick started, mm. it pulled me in so quick. Yeah, for sure. For sure it did. And I agree with that 100%. Uh, least favorite male, female gimmicks. Man, oh man. <laughs> there are so many. Where's the, where's the list? <laughs> you just made the list. No, that was a good gimmick. Um, that was a good gimmick. For me, honestly, it was the rehash of the the League of Nations. Mm, yeah. That was so bad. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> and it, it's a shame because all of those guys individually are very good wrestlers, but for whatever whatever reason, it just did not do it for me. Gene Snitsky. Oof. Gene Snitsky. It's not my fault. Oh, man. Started with an abortion angle. I'm just saying. Or not an abortion angle, a miscarriage angle. Yep. That's my that's my least favorite male gimmick. They had him... Punt a baby. They had him punt a, a baby doll. Oh man. Um so bad. It was awful. It was bleeping <laughs> terrible. Um female gimmick. Least you know, I'm gonna amend my favorite female gimmick. My favorite female <laughs> gimmick was China with Eddie. That was my favorite female gimmick. Um my least favorite female gimmick has to be 
Sable in her second run with the company when she was Mr. McMahon's assistant. (laughs) Oh, man. You're welcome. And thank you. (sighs) All right. My My least least favorite female was Jillian. Her her fake with the Britney Spears. Oh, man. The thing on her face hurt my ears. Yep. Yeah. All right. So your last question on here is an interesting (laughs) one. It is. I've wanted to ask this a a lot. It is. What is your wrestling gimmick? (sighs) Um. I think my wrestling gimmick would be kind of akin to uh, Ken Shamrock. Okay. Shoot fighter, you know, because of the martial arts background mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I wouldn't call myself the world's most dangerous man because you can't be <laughs> fat to be the world's most dangerous man. Well. But the, um, but yeah, yeah, I think it'd be something close to or akin to that because as I, talk to people about like what my favorite finisher would be you know it'd be like it would be a modified submission hold of some kind you know yeah so i I feel like that would be kind of my my route how about you man (laughs) so i've had the i've i've thought about this for a little while since i wanted to ask this to you on on screen me being the italian boy that i am I'll, i'll definitely roll with that being like i guess kind of like the the long lost member of fbi you would say and <laughs> i just okay just be my my own little south philly italian boy south philly <laughs> italian boy that's um so basically you're going to be you i mean basically basically okay <laughs> all right and like you said, you, you have you have your finisher as some modified submission move. I'm um, very simple, just a nut, either like the I guess I guess because I'm not big enough for me to have like a big boot type finisher. I could roll with like a broke kick type type deal. Call the bottom boot. <laughs> see, I, I could see your finisher totally being you just talking with your hands and slapping some dude and he falls down dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, that's about all the time we have for today's oh, talking man. talking shop. He's been Will. I've been Ted. I can't believe I'm saying back to saying that at the end of episodes again. And we will catch you next time. 